BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Boot team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you. After we survived a weekend in Watkins Glen, now we head off into the chaos of Daytona, the regular season finale for the NASCAR Cup Series coming your way from the World Center of Racing Saturday night. Three races to go in the Xfinity Series regular season on Friday night and on Sunday, race two of the playoffs for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series at the Milwaukee Mile. So we got lots coming your way this weekend. In as we click off the weekends, things are starting to ramp up. That vice is getting tighter depending on what series you're racing in this weekend and the weekends to come. We talk about how we're going to establish the playoff field for the NASCAR Cup Series on Saturday want to focus in on the NASCAR Xfinity Series with three races to go in their regular season. You've got, uh, obviously, a handful of drivers that are locked in, but you also have some drivers that are trying to get locked in. A couple can do it on points. Many have to do it by wins, and that brings us to our next guest. Last year at Daytona in the summer race, Jeremy Clements was able to get locked into the playoffs by winning at the World Center of Racing. And based on his playoff lot in life right now, he's going to have to do it again. Let's go to the NASCAR Live Wide Open Hotline 
And we head to Spartanburg, South Carolina. We bring in the driver of the number 51 Chevy Camaros. Jeremy Clements is back with us. Jeremy, welcome back. How are we doing today? I'm doing great, Bagman. Thanks for having me on the show. And, man, it'd be great if you were saying that about this season. We need to do it again, brother. Telling you, take us back. Take us back one year ago to the lay of the land going into Daytona. You had to win to get in, and you did it. What was that 250-miler like for you last year? I tell you what, it was long, man. It was, you know, it was a late race. It started about 1045 Eastern time. And I remember just sitting around, just wanting to get in the car, get racing. I was yawning. I was a little sleepy. Uh, so, yeah, just to get going and, and start racing, man, it, it was pretty clean race till, till the last stage. Um, and I think most of the cars were still left out there. And I remember pretty vividly, uh, dropping back towards the end. I'm talking, man, there wasn't many laps to go. There could have been 10 laps to go. I could be wrong, but in my spotter being like, what the hell are you doing? It's You need to go. And I was like, dude, there's t- there's too many cars left. I mean, they're going to crash. Don't worry. Here, here we go. They start crashing, and we're kind of in the middle of it. And, man, it was like a Days of Thunder uh, wreck back, man. That thing, it was wild. We were... We were up at the top on the back stretch. There was smoke everywhere, and it wasn't a single car hit me, and I didn't hit anybody else. And I thought, "Wow, we just got through that. That's insane. I don't see how we did that." And then uh, we were up to like fifth place after that crash. So that was phenomenal. And then uh, then we pushed. Uh, we had a restart. Push Almendinger, and uh, he Noah put on a big block and. Um, then uh, then we sent him spinning, unfortunately, and, and then we lined up on the outside with beside Austin Hill. He had some fuel pickup problems, and I thought, wow, uh, okay, we, we might actually could win this race. I didn't really think we could beat that 21. He's definitely been the class of the field on speedways, and starting beside him, I just I didn't think we could do it. But then uh, he had problems, and I thought, okay, we got this. So took the green and was able to hold off uh, Almendinger. Timmy Hill pushed me instead of him and and we won the freaking race man so it was just a a phenomenal night something i didn't see coming for sure and definitely want to try to repeat this friday night and you'll have a chance to do that under the lights what's the lay of the land with the race team right now i know you guys have had some challenges this year but you always seem to bring good speedway cars to daytona where is the race team right now as you try to win your way in again it's been a rough one back, man. I'll tell you that. It's, this season's been a grueling one for us, unfortunately. You know, we just kind of have problem after problem. And last week at Watkins Glen, man, we had a fast car running right there with a, a good group of cars uh, around the top 10 and at the beginning of the race. And unfortunately, got into it with 16. Flattened my right front tire, and then our rear end ended up breaking. And, man, I just really disappointed. I was looking forward to finishing off strong. But, yeah, going in Daytona, you got to put everything behind you. you got to have a short memory in this deal and just look forward. So I'm looking forward to being as fast as Xfinity 10G Network and trying to win Friday night under the lights. Uh, we've got a big group of people coming. Our all-south electric, one-stop convenience stores, Fox Sports people are coming. So, Want to want to win for them, man, and uh, we need to turn this season around. We got ten races left, and this would be one to start start uh, turning around at. I know you're a product of short tracks, and you know you you started your racing career racing on on tracks much smaller than Daytona. 
you make the move to the Xfinity Series. You've been you've been good at these super speedway races. When did you start getting comfortable on tracks like Daytona and Talladega? Man, I don't know. I don't know if you're ever comfortable. <laughs> you're just kind of hanging on for dear life and hoping for the best. But no, I mean you do get kind of <clears throat> you do get comfortable in the draft and making moves and blocking and looking in your mirror and listening to the spotter. Uh, you definitely just try to get better every time you get in the car but man i I mean i felt comfortable for years in these play races it's just hard to put yourself in the position you know we're a smaller team which everybody knows and we a lot of the time haven't had the car to lead these kind of races so we got to play a different strategy and and it finally just worked out for once uh daytona last year and we've had some good runs uh hell coming to talladega this year we were fifth or sixth place coming line and got turned and uh ended our, our day right there coming to the checker flag so it can happen both ways you can be on the good side of things and be on the bad side of them coming to the finish line these these races are never settled till you come to that checker flag and that's what makes them so damn exciting to watch yeah, they are exciting and i know that uh, you would like to have them on their feet again um let me ask you about winning at Daytona and and your 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 background. Winning at Daytona is a big deal for you know the folks that have done this forever, for the new folks that have done it, and 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 for small race teams, for big race teams. When when you won at Daytona, was that like a validation almost to you that that you've won on the sport's most popular and most iconic racetrack? What did what did that mean to you getting that win there last year? I would definitely say so. I mean, everybody knows Daytona. I mean, if they ran, I mean, anybody in racing or out of racing has heard of Daytona. So to win there is definitely a dream come true and something that I'll always cherish. And I always can say I'm a winner at Daytona and one of NASCAR's highest ranking, you know, series, one of the the next one below Cup. So what what an achievement. For a team that that's out of Spartanburg, South Carolina, with a family owned and uh, very few people working behind it to get that 51 on the track, and just means the world. But we want more. Uh, that's for sure, Bagman. We're not we're not done. We're not near done. We're trying to win again. We need to win again, obviously, to make the playoffs this year. And uh, man, I mean, every every week we go in thinking that we have a shot of doing some kind of good. Yeah, some weeks we don't. We might not think we can win at certain places versus other races uh, like this weekend or a road course or maybe even Bristol uh, here in a few weeks. But there's always that hope. And I tell you what, if you give up, if we gave up, we wouldn't have won Daytona. So we're we're going to keep on fighting and keep going. But uh means the world. I'd love to add another Daytona trophy to, uh, to the mantle. You know, our trophy is at the NASCAR Hall of Fame right now through January. So that's pretty cool, too. And it is, my friend, and it's well within the realm of possibility. Coming up under the lights, uh, the Wawa 250 at Daytona International Speedway. Always a pleasure catching up. Uh, so glad you made time for us. We wish you the best Friday night here at the World Center of Racing. Uh, thank you so much, Bagman. Always appreciate being on your shows. You do an awesome job and can't wait to get to Daytona and uh, go after another checkered flag. We'll see if they can do it under the lights in the Wawa 250 Friday night at Daytona International Speedway. We'll give you the broadcast schedule coming up in a moment. First, let's shift back to the Cup Series 
and find out what Las Vegas is thinking. Let's take their temperature, take their pulse as far as the regular season finale. And for that, we bring in producer Trey. Trey, what about Vegas? What are those numbers saying for this weekend? Well, Mike, I think Vegas is hedging their bets once again because the betting favorite for the second week in a row is Chase Elliott. I think they think a lot of those Chase Elliott fans are just going to you know go all in and say Chase there's no way Chase is going to miss the playoffs for the first time in his career to do so he'd have to get his first win in the cup series at Daytona Chase is the favorite at 11 to 1 a stark difference in him being plus 350 or three and a half to one uh, as the favorite last week at Watkins Glen right behind him you've got a gaggle of some of the best super speedway drivers in the sport who Vegas have at 12 to 1 Ryan Blaney, who won this race two years ago. Kyle Busch, who has won this race before and was in contention at the Daytona 500. Joey Logano, former Daytona 500 winner. Denny Hamlin, former Daytona 500 winner. And Brad Keselowski, who also won has won this race before. They are all at 12-1. to 1. All of those guys locked in to the playoffs. So Bubba Wallace would be a big fan of any of those drivers winning the race. My pick, though, I'm going to go with one of those guys, and I feel like I've been doing this in pretty much every speedway race so far this year. I'm going to go with Keselowski. I think he's due. He was in contention late in the 500. He has dominated this race before. Uh, He's locked into the playoffs, so he's going to be as aggressive as he needs to be, and we've seen Keselowski be very aggressive at Daytona in the past. I think we could see the six car in victory lane and him get some playoff points to add to his total, but... Long shots at Daytona. There are 16 guys who could step up and steal that final playoff spot and turn everything on its head. Bubba Wallace misses the playoffs again. There are a couple of guys that I think could pull it off. One of them has won this race before. That's Eric Jones, who last year missed the playoffs, but then won at Darlington. He's one of the the winners from last year who's on the outside looking in. Jones is 30-1. to I think he could win this weekend. Another one that I'm looking at is another guy who won last year, but he was in the playoffs, advanced all the way to the round of eight, and is actually leading late at Martinsville with a chance to go to the championship for Chase Briscoe. Briscoe has had an absolutely abysmal season coming off of the best season of his of his young career last year uh, in the Cup Series. Briscoe is thirty five to one, but the long shot I really like taking a flyer on one that I think could really shock the world and would be a fan favorite one. I think the Wood Brothers could get their one hundredth win. Harrison Burton was leading under caution with I think twelve or fifteen to go in the Daytona five hundred. He's in basically a fourth Penske car for the Wood Brothers. Burton sixty five to one could be the ultimate spoiler this weekend. I think he has a really good chance to do it, but I do think that ultimately on Saturday night, we see Brad Keselowski in victory lane for the first time since Talladega a couple of years ago. Wow. There's a lot on the line this weekend. Vegas going in a lot of different directions, and that's the way those Daytona races go, whether we're racing in February or in August. It's going to be something to behold, and you won't want to miss. Here's our broadcasting schedule for the weekend And we have lots coming your way here on the Motor Racing Network. Our coverage will begin Friday. We'll have pole qualifying for the Coke Zero Sugar 400. That is 5 p.m. Eastern on Friday night. Followed by the NASCAR Xfinity Series, Wawa 250. We're on the air at 7 p.m. Eastern. Then on Saturday, Cup Series takes center stage in the Coke Zero Sugar 400. NASCAR Live Race Day on the air at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And at night's end, we will have the list of 16 that will race for the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series Championship. 
Don't forget to join us on Sunday. Double header coverage on Sunday. After that nightcap in Daytona the night before, we'll start our Sunday coverage off with the Arca Menard Series Sprecher 150. Join us at 1 p.m. Eastern and race two of the Truck Series playoffs coming your way in the Clean Harbors 175 from the legendary Milwaukee Mile Motor Racing Network airtime, 3.30 p.m. Eastern. We've got lots of racing going on in Florida and Wisconsin. We hope to see you at the racetrack this weekend. If not, tune in. We'll have you covered right here on the Motor Racing Network. For producer Trey and the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Appreciate the download. Again, don't forget NASCAR Live Race Day, 6 p.m. Eastern, Saturday night. We're back with NASCAR Live Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and another download here one week from today. NASCAR Live wide open here on the Motor Racing Network. Until then, my friends, enjoy the big racing weekend and we'll chat with you again soon. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live wide open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. The NASCAR season is here and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing Inc. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. From outdoor care to home and auto repair, do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com.